HBCU Pulse Radio on Sirius XM Channel 142 HBCU. You're now locked in to HBCU Pulse. We're the number one outlet for HBCU life, talking about everything that's important to our culture, from on-campus issues to politics and what's trending on the yard. We always keep that same energy. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is Randall Barnes, the founder of HBCU Pulse and host of HBCU Pulse Radio in the building for another special edition of the show once a day, where we're talking with Dr. Tatiana Moorhead and Dr. Brianna Brazil of Infinity Smiles about running the only dentistry in the Charlotte metro area that specializes in elevating, educating, and empowering clients through transitional smiles. And Dr. Moorhead is a Norfolk State University alumna making it happen. She's doing a lot of amazing things with her partner, Dr. Brianna. Brianna Brazil. It was such an amazing interview. Listen, these doctors are amazing. They have infinity smiles. They just did their grand opening. They had a whole entire community health fair in Charlotte, North Carolina, where infinity smiles is located. They had so many amazing things going on. And also they had a mobile skating ring. And I was like, wow, a mobile skating ring. I had to hear more about that. I've heard of a mobile skating ring, but I've actually not seen it. And I can't skate, so it wouldn't matter to me, but I still had to ask them about it. And also they do something really cool to make sure their clients are good after long dental procedures. I cannot wait for you to hear that. And of course, we talked about how HBCU students can walk the same path that they did to become dentists. So listen, this interview was amazing. I cannot wait for you all to hear it and tap into Infinity Smiles and their journey to get where they are. Make sure to follow HBCU Pulse on Instagram and YouTube at HBCU Pulse, Twitter and TikTok, the HBCU Pulse. Make sure to subscribe to HBCU Pulse Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcast. And of course, if you want to donate to HBCU Pulse, you can cash up us at dollar sign HBCU Pulse or go to paypal.me slash HBCU Pulse. Any amount is appreciated. All right, let's get into it. Here is my interview with Dr. Tatiana Moorhead, a Norfolk State University alum, and Dr. Brianna Brazil of Infinity Smiles. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio. HBCUs are more than a trend. Yeah. We're forever a part of the culture. HBCU Pulse always has you on lock. From the shade room to your favorite news feed, and now on your TV and radio. We are, 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 are the number one outlet for HBCU culture. Follow, Follow. HBCU Pulse on social media and visit HBCUPulse.com to stay up to date on what's going on in the HBCU community. We got the doctors in the building. I talked to politicians. I talked to entrepreneurs. But we got to talk to the doctors, especially dental doctors, to make sure your mouth is good. Listen, we have Dr. Moorhead and Dr. Brazil of Infinity Smiles. How y'all doing today? We're doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having us. I'm glad to have y'all because folks need to make sure their mouth is good. Listen, like, yes, like we got to make sure your dental health is good. Make sure your dental health is on par. So I'm super excited to talk to you all. And y'all are making things happen in the community because this past weekend you had a community health fair 
in Charlotte, North Carolina, with other health physicians in the area. And I heard y'all had like a mobile skating rink. Is that true? <laughs> Yeah, it man, was a good time. Man, y'all popping, man. Y'all brought ATL Cascade in North Carolina. Like, what's going on? Like, 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 tell, tell me about that. How, how was that? It was a really good turnout, and it was raining all last week except for Saturday when we had the event. It was a basically we had the layout. We have eight rooms in the practice, so we had different screening opportunities from oral health scans, sleep apnea screenings, eye screenings, blood pressure screenings pharmacy consultation so you could be able to talk with the doctors all which are african-american so we love the fact that you could connect with the providers and just ask questions that you typically don't get the opportunity to ask and we were raising money for a scholarship for high school students and met our goal and the proceeds from the roller skating rink went to that scholarship as well you got to tell me about the mobile skating rink. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it in person. Like, how did y'all pull that together? So it was pretty cool. You, like, after, we wanted it to be, like, after you went through all of the rooms, you could get a little workout in. <laughs> <laughs> so they took our parking lot, and we basically roped off a portion of our parking lot, and they put a floor down to kind of level everything out so that you could skate. I love it. I love it. See, the thing about it is I can't skate. So what probably would happen for me <laughs> is I get on there. I did have some teachers out there. Hey, listen, <laughs> if I get out there, I'm going to fall straight on my face. I'm going to bust my teeth up. I need to go t- talk to y'all because I cannot skate. Yeah, I, I, all work together. But listen, super excited to have you all on. So I want to start with this. So Dr. Moorhead, you're an alumna of Norfolk State University. So I want you to tell us about your experience at Norfolk and how it's gotten you to where you are today. So I only applied to HBCUs because I knew that was the route I wanted to go. My experience at Norfolk State was amazing. I met some of the most amazing people, got an amazing education, which afforded me the opportunity to apply for dental school. And every dental school I got, I applied to, I got into. So I know when I was applying to HBCUs for undergrad, a lot of my professors, because I went to predominantly white high school, a lot of my professors were like, oh, if you go to an HBCU, you're not going to have the opportunities that other students will have, and you may not get into like basically your dream schools in terms of mm. dental school. So it's very discouraging, but I pushed through and knew that was what I wanted to do, knew that was my calling, and I wanted to be with my people and be in classes with people that looked like me. So I went ahead. I went to Norfolk State. It was the greatest school ever. <laughs> Behold the green and gold. And I ended up being able to choose the dental school I wanted to go to because I got accepted into all of the schools that I applied to with scholarships. So it's definitely something that is underrated and everyone should go to an HBCU. Hey, that, that, that's a big thing. Everyone should go to an HBCU <laughs> and, and then make it happen. But we got, we got love. Listen, we got love for everybody. Though. We got love for everybody. We need a bunch of love out here with every thing that's going on in the world but i just want to say hbcus are here you feel me like we're here to make it make sense and make things happen but i think an amazing thing in my research you've all that i found out about is that you all met in dental school so let us know about how you all met so we were actually a year apart and as a first year dental student you get assigned to a second year dental student as like a mentor Dr. Brazil, she didn't really like her mentor that she was assigned to. So she <laughs> so she found me because I was in the year right above her. She found me and was like, so you're going to be my mentor. Yes. You're going to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> 
So from there, we were just in communication with each other, always like passing knowledge between each other. And we're both from the Charlotte community. So we wanted to bring back our love for community service back to where we went to high school. Of our uh, connection came from an organization called SNDA, mm-hmm. and it promotes diversity within dentistry, and all of our community service was under that organization. We did a lot of community service in Durham, North Carolina, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and even all the way to Malawi, where we did an international service trip there. So we've just been doing service, doing service <laughs> for a very long time, but I think that was our, our point of connection. So how did Infinity Smiles come about? After you graduate dental school, you're on this quest to figure out okay, what do I really want to do? How do I want to practice dentistry? Do I want to specialize? Do I want to do private practice? Do I want to do community health? It's so, do I want to do research? Like it's so many different options. We both knew that we did want to practice and see patients, but we wanted to do it in a way that was innovative and make sure we are staying up with up-to-date technology and being able to grow with our patients over time and be able to treat families and watch them grow and watch them have kids and just grow with our community truly. And so I knew that I wanted to ask Dr. Moorhead if she wanted to go on this journey with me in Charlotte, and she was more than willing to do so. And so we were just figuring everything out, like how do we open a dental practice? And over the course of two years, we were able to figure it out. I love it. So, you know, you all are entrepreneurs in that sense of having your own practice. And I always think that's amazing, especially in the sense of black ownership as well within the medical field. So how did that happen? Like, what was the process to make that happen? And how has it been having your own practice in the area? It's been amazing. When we first started, it was really scary. Like, okay, are the patients going to come? How are they going to find out about us? But it's been the most amazing thing ever. I think the thing that like really solidified it for me was I had a young black little girl in my chair and I walked in. I was like, hi, I'm Dr. Moorhead. How are you today? And she looked at me and she was like, are you the doctor? I've never seen a doctor like you. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay, this is why we're doing it. Okay, they need representation. So and it's just not something that's really heard of. There are definitely Black dental practices in our area, but not many de- Black dental practices that are partnership either. So that's something also that kind of sets us apart from our counterparts. I love it. So I, I want to run that back because you talked about the representation <laughs> of your client seeing you. And she's like, wow, like you look just like me. So what is the importance of representation in the medical field, especially the, the dental field? Because I think that, Oftentimes, a lot of folks that are, don't really understand our culture and what's going on, they jettison past the importance of seeing someone that looks like you in the fields that you want to get in. So to you, what is the importance of having that representation? I mean, I truly think it's a symbol that it's attainable and it's possible. And while we are first generation doctors, we can still motivate that next generation to let them know that it is possible And as long as you make sure you're doing what you need to do in school, making good grades, making the connections and following this roadmap, then you can get there. And I just think it's important to see that diversity because I've also read many 
papers and that you tend to get better care if your provider looks like you. And so oftentimes patients can feel silenced and not feeling like they have that autonomy to ask questions or feel like they're asking dumb questions. And I never want patients to feel that way and want really want them to leave feeling educated and feeling like they have the answer to their questions to be able to take care of their oral health. So listen, Infinity Smiles, I was like looking at, you know, the about section. I was looking at the website. First and foremost, the website looks amazing. Oh my God. The website is dope. Like y'all did that. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm looking through the website and I'm seeing the different ways that, that you all handle clients and make sure clients are good. So I want you all to walk us through the process and the culture of you all's practice at Infinity Smiles? So I would say our culture is really just a family environment. So as soon as you walk in the door, we want you to feel like you are in your place, right? So when you walk in, we have our front office coordinator greet you by name and you're able to grab a snack or some water before you go back. And then once you're in the chair in terms of your dental treatment, you are greeted by name, you're able to explain while you're there what your goals are for your teeth, your smile, and your overall health. And then we tailor a treatment plan specifically for you based on your goals. So our goal is to always make sure that our patients have all the options that are available to them so that they can make an educated decision based on their goals and their overall health. So I was reading the about section and you know, one thing about me is I love smoothies. Oh my gosh. Like smoothies for me, I love smoothies. And one thing I saw is like after a long appointment, y'all offer a smoothie. So I'm like, how did that come about? Cause I need to know that. Cause I might be moving out to North Carolina so I can get some smoothies. I'm, I'm having me a bunch of toothaches. So tell me about the smoothies and how that came about. How you start offering smoothies and different treats like that to your patients. Well, it is certain procedures are longer than others. So it's not necessarily after a cleaning, but if you're getting a lot, a lot of restorative work done, you're going to be very numb and you're likely going to be very sore. And we recommend cold beverages or ice packs instead of hot, spicy, or hot or spicy foods. So having the option for cold beverages will just help minimize the swelling. Hey, I love it. But I, I got to ask this to understand, you know, you got to be in there for a minute and have different procedures, but what <laughs> flavors do y'all have? Is it like an assortment of flavors? Like what flavors y'all have uh, of the smoothies? Like what flavors? So it's actually going to be, it's a gift card that we would give <laughs> okay. you so that you can choose whatever flavor suits you or whatever you're feeling that day. <laughs> okay, because the reason I need, I need to no, know, because we know y'all got strawberry banana. Listen, that's the best smoothie flavor. <laughs> Okay, like after the procedure, when I wake up, I need strawberry banana. You know what I mean? If I got strawberry banana, ain't nothing gonna be right. I'm, I'm gonna stop hurting eventually. If I don't have that strawberry banana, I'm like, nah, I'm still, I still feel away. You know what I'm saying? But I think that's dope because that's that level of care and that's that level of understanding of the process and what's going on. So I gotta ask y'all this. So, you know, we, we talk about like the culture and about, you know, getting students involved and the level of being in the community and service in the community. So what are some advice to HBC students and college students that want to get where you are? I would definitely say focus. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that allowed me to really get through 
undergrad well with like a good GPA was because I was super focused. Like there was nobody was taking me off track. <laughs> I was going to be a dentist whether you liked it or not. So I think focus would be my biggest thing. And then also, I think it's a really big misconception that you have to major in like biology or chemistry in order to go to dental school. And that's just not the case. I majored in math because math came really easy to me. I enjoyed math. I just needed to take a couple of extra classes for my prerequisites for dental school applications. But for me, that allowed me, because math came so easy, it allowed me time to spend on those prerequisite classes, like studying and things like that. So I think that just focusing on what the prerequisites are in order for you to get into dental school Mm -hmm. and just really tailoring your schedule and your class selection around that. And I would say don't underestimate the power of community and finding people that have the same goals as you because you'll motivate one another. You'll find yourself studying for the same tests to be able to stay up late together, make sure you don't fall asleep Mm -hmm. and just making sure you're getting everything done or you're not overlooking a certain requirement. And so having people that are on that same journey with me and then next thing you know, we're doctors at the same time is really amazing. How did you all build your clientele and let folks know about Infinity Smiles in the area? We've done so much, (laughs) but it has truly been a mixture of social media and what we call just ground marketing, going to different businesses and letting them know that we're here and we're open. A lot of Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram, flyers, hanging out flyers, going to different events and setting up tables and just truly just letting people know that we're here and open. So, and I try and wear my t-shirt everywhere. <laughs> hey, that's key. That's a major key. Walking billboard. And you, know, you know what's so crazy? Like, that is something, and, and Ashley Jones said it when, when I interviewed her, you know, when she was on Shark Tank. And when I interviewed her, she said that essentially with her brand, you know, when you wear HBCU apparel, you're like a walking billboard for your institution. Mm-hmm. So you wear a Norfolk shirt, people walking around and they see it, they might ask you about it. For me, I, I went to Fort Valley State University, so I wear my Fort Valley apparel, people asking me about it, alumni see me, I'm in the restaurant, they see me with, with, with my jersey. On, they coming up talking to me like I've known them forever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a walking billboard. So I think that that piece is really key when it comes down to it. And I think that, like you said, like the piece of representation and being involved in the community is important. So I want to talk about community oral health because I think that oftentimes when it comes down to oral health, I think we neglect it. I think that we focus on what can be readily seen and not when you open your mouth what you see. You know, so like, how do you like make sure, especially in our community, you know, black and brown communities, how do we make sure that we have adequate oral health? The easiest thing to do, which maybe it's not easiest for everyone, but is going to the dentist and trying to go every six months. And even if there is a financial barrier, then seeing if there is a dental school that's close to you or a community health center that's close to you that offers dental. There's even something called mom clinics that come into cities once a year that's completely free. But trying to the power of a dental cleaning every six months and even people with the best oral hygiene, they still get built up and still need professional cleanings. Mm-hmm. And if you go without a cleaning, you're at risk of getting something called gum disease. 
and gum disease has just been proven to be connected to so many other systemic diseases such as hypertension, diabetes, Alzheimer's, dementia, and like your mouth is the entryway to everything else in the body. And so if we take care of our mouth, it has been proven that you're less likely to get the other diseases. And so if more people had that perspective, I think that we can tackle those other systemic diseases and it's to just decrease the incidences of them. When it comes to what we eat, because I think that one thing when it comes to our communities is that oftentimes we're on the go. And then in a lot of our communities, sometimes we live in food deserts and you have a lot of fast food places. You have a lot of sort of unhealthy sugary foods that we consume. So does that play into our mental health as well? I would say it definitely does. I wouldn't say like just because I'm a dentist that I don't eat sweet things or I don't go to a fast food restaurant every once in a while. But I try my best to make sure that I'm mixing that in with healthy options and also just the power of brushing and flossing daily. Brushing twice a day and flossing at least once a day with a fluoride toothpaste makes the world of a difference. I've had several patients who come to our practice not using any fluoride and have cavities on almost every tooth. And as soon as they switch to a fluoride toothpaste and a mouth rinse, their cavities, like the number of them go down. So I think right now there's also like a big thing about, oh, is fluoride safe for you, this, that, and the third. But I do see the change between having a patient that uses fluoride and doesn't. 100%. So it's funny you said you said the thing about, you know, the cavities, because I heard that you all have a machine that can detect if you have cavities. And I'm like, black women in STEM, like, y'all did that. Like, <laughs> like, how, like, tell me about that machine and how that works. Yeah, so we have a digital scanner. So it basically takes a bunch of tiny pictures of your teeth. And with that, we can see not only the alignment of your teeth, like how they come together, your bite, if there's like have some crowding, have some spacing. But there's also a tool that we can use that is kind of like the reverse of an x-ray where you can hover over the tooth and it'll show you cavities in between the teeth. And then also, of course, we use x-rays to verify that as well. Hey, y'all in the future, tell you, everybody else in the past, yeah. tell you. Man, y'all, y'all in 2025, we in 2023, man, listen. Like, <laughs> we, listen, we see you, but like another thing you all have expertise on is sleep apnea. And that's a topic that is really big now because a lot of people don't know what sleep apnea is. And I know a lot of folks, you know, in my, in my family that have sleep apnea. And it was a story that, that was going around where people were talking about sleep apnea where it said President Biden has sleep apnea. He, and he uses, he uses a, 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 a CPAP machine to go to sleep sometimes to make sure you know, that things are going right. So, you know, could you explain what sleep apnea is and how you all handle it and treat it? So we have definitely, it's something we're really passionate about. And the sleep apnea as dentists in North Carolina, technically we do work closely with sleep physicians to arrive to that diagnosis. But how we see it in our exam, there's a lot of signs within the mouth that we can detect and can tell if, okay, we need to do a sleep screening with something called a sleep ring. And like there's extra bone that grows when we're not getting enough air at the roof of your mouth and at the floor of your mouth, there's a lot of different wear patterns and how your, your teeth look. Usually they're sharp, but if you're grinding at night, 
as a sign of sleep apnea. There, when you, there's not a, a lot of crowding or when the front four teeth are kind of positioned like very closely, then that is a sign that there's not enough space for the tongue. So the tongue will go backwards and essentially close off of your airway. So you're not getting enough air to the brain at night, which can help you or make you wake up or just make your sleep not as steady. And that has been proven to when you're not getting adequate oxygen at night, it can lead to hypertension. It can lead to issues with thyroid. It can lead to diabetes. And similar to what I was mentioning, just other systemic diseases. And so what we do at our practice, we recommend a sleep ring and it will look at the quality of your sleep for at least two to three nights and tell us how many times that you're not breathing at night for at least 10 seconds. And I am always shocked with how many patients say that they're snoring or their bed partner is snoring or they end up sleeping in different rooms because they can't sleep because of snoring. Like it's so common and we can definitely help with that by starting with the sleep screenings to see what needs to be done. And even with children, a lot of children nowadays are being diagnosed with like ADHD and things like that or wetting the bed a lot. And that has a direct proportion with children sleep apnea as well. So addressing that issue can help with a lot of behavioral issues that younger people have as well. So is there a way to prevent sleep apnea? Like, is that like, is this just something that could happen that we can't prevent or is there a way that we can prevent it? I wouldn't say prevention, but more so addressing it early will make it better in the long run to where you either have very minimal sleep apnea or no sleep apnea at all. Mm -hmm. So as we're developing as children, if our mouth or our jaws are really constricted or tight or the teeth are really close together, like Dr. Brazil was just talking about, that puts you at higher risk for having adult sleep apnea. So addressing that the younger you are will ultimately extend your life because you're breathing, you're getting enough oxygen while you're sleeping and you're less likely to have those systemic problems. See, we need this, man. I, 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 that's why we need doctors in the culture like y'all that's breaking it down like that. Cause I think that, that these are situations that are important and sometimes we're not getting that information because I was shocked that a lot of people didn't know what sleep apnea was. And I didn't know that it had, it had a dental basis. You know, I, I thought it was, it was all about breathing, but there's a dental basis to it. So like, this is why what you all are doing are important and also what you all are doing to empower the next generation is important. So I want you to talk to us about, you know, how you all are helping students get into the dental field and how you all are raising money for scholarships and even making scholarships to help students get into the dental field. Yeah, so we, like Dr. Brazil was saying earlier, we just had our health fair and that was our actual grand opening for our practice as well. So our goal was to raise money for a scholarship for a high school student that's interested in the STEM program or science, technology, engineering, or math. And then we also have an intern at our practice who is interested in becoming an orthodontist. 
She's going to be interning with us for the entire summer so she can get a good view as to what the dental field consists of before she like gets in <laughs> So we're going to have her kind of filter through all the positions within our practice so that she gets a really good overview as to what we do every day. And she's headed to a and in the fall. Yes. Hey, we love we love that. We love that. Aggie Pride would love to see that. <laughs> like, listen, that that that, that Aggie Pride and y'all in North Carolina, so listen. That's that's gonna be big. And then and then she come back and bring all the Aggies down and infinity smiles. And, and it's a bunch of them. You know what I mean? You're gonna you gonna listen. Whole clientele will be Aggies. You know what I'm saying? So listen, like, like that might work out perfect. So I wanna ask you all this, and I ask this a lot, especially to doctors, because I think that what you all do in any medical field is important for the health of the community and for the knowledge that the community possesses, not just in your local community, but even nationally, because it's going to be heard by a national audience. So what do you all want your legacy to be, you know, years down the road when everything's all said and done? I want the heart. I know, <laughs> I know. But it just makes me think back to our mission statement. I want everyone who's come in touch with our practice to feel educated about their oral health and feel like they are better on the other side of it. I want every team member that has ever touched base with us to feel as if they've been elevated in their position and elevated to be the best person that they can be, even if they're not working with us for the rest of their lifetime, which is probably not the case. (laughs) But we just want them to be better and the best in their position. And then I just want our community to be empowered to take care of their oral health and to smile and have a healthy smile. I want to be known as the dentist that listens, takes into account what you're saying, and comes up with a solution for it. Especially with like my math background, like my brain works in like problem solution. (laughs) So I definitely want to be known as that dentist. And I want everyone to know when they come to our practice that they're heard and that we're going to do our best to make sure that you're healthy so that you can spend amazing life with your family and friends. I appreciate you all for coming on and really everything that you're doing, because like I said, what you all are doing is needed. And I really think that oral health is important. Like, I'll be brushing all the time. I'll never forget. When I went to, I remember one time I, I went to the dentist. You had, like, the, the dental technician, you know, that they were cleaning my teeth. And she said, your teeth are so white. And I was like, thank you. Is, is it, is, is it not supposed to be? Like, I'm like, I was like, what I was like huh? It doesn't matter what we usually see. Okay. I was sort of like, I was like, okay, like, I, I don't know if I take that as like, that's good or it's like, that's good considering. Like, you know, like, uh, or, 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 or the problems underneath, like, what the word, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, was, I was worried about that, but I really think that, you know, what, what you all are doing is important and people need to tap in and, and, and support you all because, listen, Charlotte, North Carolina, it's a lot of HBCU alumni in the area. So I need you all to let everyone know that's listening and watching where they can find you all on social media and how we can support you and visit Infinity Smiles. So our social media for Facebook and Instagram is Infinity Smiles NC underscore. And if you are local to Charlotte, the best way truly to help support is to book a new patient appointment. And you can do so online at infinitysmilesnc.com. I love it. I love it. You can call me as well. Our phone number is 704-336-9595.
The website is infinitysmilesnc.com. And you, you, you go to that website, you're going to be blown away. You're you going you to learn the bio. You're going to learn about the smoothies. And we, and we need them smoothies, too. We need the card. Okay? Like, you know what I'm Listen, we need that a thousand percent. We're we, we, we going to come for the card. We're going to make sure that we're going to get a long procedure. And then we're going to get that smoothie card afterwards. But listen, yeah. listen, listen, listen. Doc, Dr. Moore here, Dr. Brazil, I really appreciate you all for coming on. We're going to definitely make sure to support everything that you're doing with Affinity Smiles. And we thank you for everything you're doing in the Charlotte, North Carolina community. You're listening to HBCU Pulse Radio. Thank you. Like what you hear? Uh, yeah. Subscribe to HBCU Pulse Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, head to HBCUPulse.com to stay up to date on what's going on in the HBCU community. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to HBCU, HBCU Pulse, Pulse Radio. Radio.